Hello and welcome, I'm Joan. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for... Stage Door. We've got a jam-packed hour talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain yet again, giving you the whistle-stop tour of all that's happening on stage and off. There's our pick of the week, plus your chance to be in with a shout of winning show tickets, but can you name that show? I hope so, I want to give this away. (laughs) We've got the quick quiz and I've got another hot pick out of the vault. And make sure you catch our Spotlight interview with Amy Trigg. And that's all before two o'clock here on Stage Door, Sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. We're live across the Thames Valley and this is River Radio. Yay! Hello. And we've got Robin with us in the studio. Hey, Hello, Robin. Robin. Hi. Yay, here they Ooh. are. Very nice. Now, did you hear this story about somebody leaping? Oh, you're going to turn off the aircon, are you? I I've just sprinted down the street. I know you have. I lost track of time. Lucky you fit, though. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> well, not as much as I was. I just nearly barreled into about three people. Did you? Very sorry. Okay. So, uh, now... Well, hopefully I, they're okay. Yeah, well, fingers <laughs> crossed. Did you hear about the um, water mills' big news in August, September, when they had covers on? No. So they've got a new show on at, uh, at the moment. They've got a fellow. We'll talk okay. more about that next week, probably, because I've got an interview with somebody Woo. from the show. But no, do you remember you mentioned the actor-turned-drummer last week? Yes, 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 yes. I thought you were going to tell this story, because oh, in okay. August they had Whistle Down the Wind. That's right. And illness <gasps> meant that Emma Jane Morton switched role to learn the part of Swallow in a Day when someone took ill. Very mm-hmm, impressive, mm-hmm. lovely, classic sort of theatre people pulling together to keep the show running. Yep. Then they had to cancel a show one Monday because more people had taken sick. And then the next day, Adam Philippe, who'd been called, uh, who'd been called on the Monday evening, rocked up having learnt the lead man of the day, uh, of the lead part of the man in a day. Isn't that outrageous? That's incredible. Crazy, yeah. He was off book for the Tuesday evening show. He graduated. He only graduated in 2018. Well, he's clearly in the right job. Yeah, I mean, he's done Les Mis, Prince of Egypt. He played Tony in a festival in Slovenia in West Side Story, so he's clearly a talented guy, but learning that overnight... I know. Would you be up for that, Robin? Absolutely not, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, tapping out there, thanks. Uh, (laughs) Let's see whether you can name that show, though. Name that show. That's cheeky. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should know it. I don't know if you will, actually. I'm going to be honest. Oh. High expectations there. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Greece, love. I mean, you know. Oh, is it Greece? No. All oh, right. Uh, that would be amazing if you just gave it away. <laughs> Clip no. one and you gave the answer away. This is a little bit of a left field. Um, but, you know, those in uh, love with musical theatre will know it. Oh, so great. So you've up the bar this week. Yeah, here it is. Do you know it, Robin? No, I don't recognise it. So at least I'm not alone in looking Sorry. confused. Yeah, I do recognise it, but I don't know what it's from. Yeah, it, I mean, orchestrally as well, it's quite a common kind of... Is it? Yeah, sort of sound for that kind of intro. What is that then? Is that a clarinet? Is that an oboe? Let's hear it again. <laughs> you tell me. Oh no, wrong one, wrong That's one. Okay. one. You want, you, you want it, this? What is it? What is it? Clarinet? Yes, yeah, I said clarinet. <laughs> Do I get a point in the quiz? Yeah, why not? Yeah, right. great. Okay, Extra well, at least we've got something right today. Hey, yeah, you've got to take what you can get. <laughs> so, this is Name That Show, part one of Name That Show. You get three throughout the course of the hour, teasing little extra I bits know. of the song. And I'm trying really hard to give away these tickets. And one thing I realised, Roddy, is that most of our listeners actually listen on uh, podcasts, Spotify or Apple or, or anything like that. So, they might feel they've lost the opportunity. 
Yeah. But you know Incorrect. what? No, you just email in joe at river.radio. It's really. Oh, that's really quite simple. straightforward, yeah. isn't it? J-O at river.radio. I know. So tell us what you think it is. Um, if you get it on that first little clip, you get three stars on my leaderboard. Do you like my leaderboard, Robin? Isn't it beautiful? Love it. Do you like the glitter? Yes, it's yeah. gorgeous. Thank yeah. you. I Iridescent do, is the word, I do isn't get, it? end up, you know, having glitter on my hands every time I leave, but that's fine. I can cover yeah, it. Yeah, it's all over my black jeans. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> my hands have not been on your black jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't suggesting they have been, thanks very much. I'm over this side of the desk. <laughs> no, anyway, so three stars if you get on that first example. If you get it on the next example, which is a different part of the song, you get two stars. And if you get it on the third, you get one star. And whoever has the most stars, I reckon by November. Is it November? Is that yeah, a cutoff? Okay. Uh, we'll win uh, two tickets to West End Show. That's when you'll bring the drawbridge up. Right, right now, that cheeky little curtain's already tried to have a little peek. Here it, it is. Has. So this is our segment where we poke around through the listings to oh, see what's coming do. up, and nationally, like, locally and digitally. Yeah, just even some general, you know, um, gossip as well. Oh yeah, love a bit of Have gossip. Have you got some gossip? Uh, well, yeah, a, 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 an announcement that's on the other side of the pond and then a bit of gossip attached to it. Lin-Manuel Miranda's got a new musical coming. Oh, I know. Uh, loosely based on Martin Scorsese's film New York, New York yes. from 1977. It's going to be on Broadway. They haven't said where. Um, it's coming next March. Now, it's directed and choreographed by Susan Stroman with numbers from John Kander and Fred Ebb with lyrics from Lin-Manuel Miranda for new Kander tunes because Ebb obviously wow. died 15, 16 years ago. Set post-war 1946, it's been in development for four years. Wow. Apparently, they did a fully staged hush-hush workshop in New York several months ago. Um, and it's clearly got a very different focus to the New York, New York film, if you know that. Robert De Niro and Liza Minnelli, who were in that film as... A jazz saxophonist mm-hmm. and a pop singer who fell in love. Um, they're not in the new story, so it's a completely different focus to it. Um, oh. And uh, that brings me on to the gossip that I was going to give you, which is, did you hear about a Texas church who had to apologise to Lin-Manuel Miranda for an unauthorised Bible-themed rewrite of Hamilton? Yeah, oh. that, was, <laughs> that was messy. Yeah. <laughs> Bit uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. They just decided to stick Jesus in there, a sermon about those struggling with substance abuse and also struggling with homosexuality to turn to God for help. Okay. Okay. Um, so they've had to pay quite a bit of money, and those damages, I love this, those damages are going to the South Texas Equality Project, yes. a coalition of organisations <laughs> that supports the LGBT community and friendly businesses Which in makes South Texas. sense. Great. <laughs> I noticed so everybody that wins. over the summer. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You got any goss? Um, well, only that. One of our friends, Jordan Broach, uh, do you remember Jordan? Yeah. We, we've both yeah, taught him, obviously. Uh, he is... Just going since graduating, he has just been going from show to show, which has been fantastic. Uh, he was recently in Lift, the musical. Oh yeah, um, and now he's in a new musical called Forty Two Balloons. Have you oh, heard about this? I thought you were going to say Forty Second Street. I yeah, I know. Remember watching him tap, but I didn't yeah. think it was quite quite up to Forty Second. Street. <laughs> the reviews are in, Jordan. <laughs> um, sorry, Jordan. Um, yeah, so it's a new musical called Forty Two Balloons, and it, they're going to start with a concert version at the Vaudeville Theatre, which is where Six is currently on, on the fourteenth, twenty first, and twenty eighth of November. Now, this is based on a true story. I love this story. Based on a true story, it's set in nineteen eighty two, which isn't that long ago, really, but it feels like it's well, forever it's before ago. I was born, Joe. So oh, it's quite a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Robin's looking at us like, what is, what is going what? on? Yeah, don't even. Yeah. Um, and it, sh- it follows um, a man who used 42 helium-filled balloons to try and fill... F- I can't even speak. Fulfill his ambitions of soaring above the clouds. 
I'm picturing up now. True Did he story. strap them to his house and try and raise above no, the clouds? No, no. But isn't that interesting? So 42 helium-filled balloons to try and fulfil his ambitions of soaring above the clouds. It has an original 80s pop score. Oh, yeah, so, like a bit of 80s. Finn Hartley, if you're listening to that, that's your cup of tea as well. Yeah. Uh, all written by Jack Godfrey. Uh, the show is directed by um, Ellie Coote, and as I said, it's going to be the Vaudeville Theatre. I am going to go just out of pure curiosity, quite yeah. frankly, and that's on the 14th, 21st, and 28th of November. 42 oh, so doing, balloons. She's so doing one night. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah concert versions, yeah. Other gossip I got, Imelda Staunton has said she's going to be in Hello, Dolly next year. Yes. Oh, no. In fact, I think even the year after that, I think it's 2024. <laughs> this keeps getting knocked back. Obviously, there was the small issue of COVID that kicked it into the long grass for a bit. And then, obviously, she's been a bit busy being the Queen. So, clearly, they're waiting for her to come out of that. That's been rumoured and been sloshing around for ages. But, yeah, Imelda Staunton has said she's going to, she's going to be doing that. Other shows I've noticed coming up. Well, Love All is on now at the German Street Theatre. Mm. Now, I've seen a few things at the German Street Theatre, and it's a very small, intimate very. space. Mm. It's, I mean, to go to the loo, you have to cross go the stage. Yeah, to the back, yeah. um, and the, the sort of interval bar is more of a hatch. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, a, it's a slightly curious space, but this looks a really good show. It's um, Love All by Dorothy L. Sayers, directed by Tom Littler, who's their artistic director. And I feel like it marks a slight shift in what they're doing. Okay. Um, Lydia abandons the West End to a to Venice with a romantic novelist but all Godfrey does, the uh, novelist is write and wrangle with his divorce Lydia hears that back in London there's a new playwright, new female playwright taking Theatre Land by storm and she decides, right, I'm going to go and bag the role of a lifetime, but the problem is when she gets there she discovers that the mysterious playwright is her lover's wife so it's set in the roaring 30s in Venice, in London. Um, it's got a couple of um, actresses who I definitely admire, Bethan Cullinane and Leah Whitaker, who I know oh. brilliant actresses. It looks like it's got a great cast. It's on to the 8th of October at the German Street Theatre. Okay. So very easy to get to. Just pop out of Piccadilly um, Circus and round yeah, the corner. It is. It's a fu- yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice and intimate, so you're really in the Yeah, I'm really intrigued it. by it. It feels like, because mm. quite often they've got short-run stuff that's... It quite often picks out little plays that have slightly gone by the wayside, but this feels like a really focused attempt to Ooh. step things up there. So, yeah, sounds interesting. Well, last week, in one of the uh, quick quiz questions, do you remember I mentioned the show Marvellous? I do. You mentioned a few shows that I've never <laughs> heard of, yeah. Well, we're going to hear from one. Did uh, you... Have you heard yeah. of Marvellous? I I did last week. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. So Robin's going to bring us something a bit later as well from one of the other answers. Uh, so marvelous at Soho uh, Place oh. um, is one of the original uh, New Vix acclaimed productions directed by Teresa Heskins. Oh yeah, it opens on the fifteenth of October to the twenty sixth of November. So that's a really good run. But I thought I'd tell you what it was about. Please do. So growing up in the nineteen fifties in less enlightened times, Neil Baldwin was not expected to be a success. Poor Neil. But Neil Neil decided he was destined to do wonderful things and that his life was going to be marvellous. Yeah, and it is. He hitchhiked across the country, became a famous clown, got an honorary degree from Keele University, was appointed Stoke City's legendary kit man, appeared on the Queen's New Year's Honours list and accepted a BAFTA award for the film made about his life. He's done it well, hasn't he? Yeah, and a friend to anyone he meets, he became a local hero and inspiration to the world. As a reminder to us all not to let anything stand in the way of your dreams and just go and make it happen. So it sounds all very um, positive and happy and... uh, Sounds like a brilliantly eclectic life he's led. Yeah. 
That's very interesting. Fabulous. So that's marvellous at Soho Place. Uh, it opens on the 15th of October. Now, speaking of unusual shows, The Yeoman of the Guard, which you've probably heard yeah. of, isn't new, but it is being done for the first time at the ENO at the Coliseum in London. Okay. Um, Tony and Olivier award-winning stage and screen actor Richard McCabe from The Audience, Imperium, The Constant Gardener. He's in it as Jack Point. Um, and that's opening on the 3rd of November. Under... Tw- Hello. I am so just, uh, sorry. Just switching on your laptop or switching on yourself. That's me putting up. my teeth in. Um, yeah. Under 21s go for free. Oh, that is good. That's really impressive. Under yeah. 21s go for free. I imagine you're, you're not in that pass. category and we're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robin's like, yeah, cash, <laughs> cash back. So, yeah, the Yeoman of the Guard at the Coliseum. It feels like it's in that long running season. Well, I say long running. They've done about two or three of them now of doing GNSs at the ENO as a popular way to try and get people in to segue from operettas to opera reel um it looks like a different creative team so if you remember there was that guy who i really admire who's the comedic expert who directed the last couple but still i mean richard mckay brilliant actor um a couple of things are transferring into the west end from the young vic Go on. best of enemies which we've plugged before sold out so they've moved that oh. into the west end and it's got a different cast so the guardian called it stupendous and an absolute must see the timeout said it was astoundingly good well, as I say, it was sold out, won lots of awards, big hit from The Young Vic, written by James Graham, who I love as a playwright, wrote Ink, which I hugely mm-hmm. enjoyed at the Almeida. Mm. Well, Zachary Quinto is going to be in it, okay. making his London debut as Gore Vidal, replacing mm. Charles Edwards. Don't know whether that was a schedule clash or a name above the title upgrade for the <laughs> West End. Uh, and then David Harewood is back as the right-wing figurehead William F. Buckley Jr. Oh, good old David. Um, so that's going to be from the 14th of November this year until February next year. That's Best of Enemies. And the Young Vic's Oklahoma is going to the Wyndhams. Yeah. That's a little bit later. That's in February to September next year. But that, having come from Broadway, where it won the Tony, Daniel Fish's award-winning production there, is on sale now. So if you missed it at the Young Vic, it's coming to the Wyndhams from February. It is widely advertised as well. I'm seeing, you know, artwork and posters everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, National Theatre I wanted to talk about. Um, Now, we've mentioned Hex before mm-hmm. haven't we but they've now um done a casting announcement right. which is great yeah you're gonna have a look are you yeah go yeah. on here we go so it's uh so hex is um, a retelling of sleeping beauty yep. um and, but a mythic big-hearted musical that goes beyond uh the waking kiss and i'm really quite keen to see this myself actually uh so the casting announced now victoria hamilton barrett is playing queenie and honestly this woman there's nothing she hasn't been in she is fabulous uh, Rosie Graham is playing Princess Rose and Michael Alcock is back playing Bert. It's on from the 26th of November to the 14th of January, so it's got a really good run. Uh, it's led by the National Theatre's Artistic Director Rufus Norris, uh, book by Tanya Rond- Ronda, music by Jim Fortune and lyrics by Norris. Uh, the original concept was uh, by Katrina Lindsay and Norris. So I'm really looking forward to seeing... Um, I mean, the National Theatre really doesn't let you down, does it? No. So it's going to be... Gorgeous. It's a solid night out. It's just yeah. a beautifully hushed place to go in the first place. She was in... I was thinking, why do I recognise Victoria Hamilton mm. Barrett's name? She was in the um, in the Heights that I saw in 2014. Oh, OK. Well, she's been in literally everything. Yeah, lovely. It's CD. one of these people that you might not know the, the, um, the name or... But you'll see the face. But you recognise the face yeah. and go, ah, there you are, yeah. Absolutely. Should we take a break and listen to some music? I'd and love then to. keep lifting the curtain. What have we got? Something from Prince of Egypt. I know, I thought oh. I'd go something a little bit left field. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Moses, now that you're here, you can't leave us again. You must remember. Hush now, my baby, 
Be still, love, don't cry. Sleep as you're rocked by the stream. What are you saying? Sleep and remember my last lullaby. I know that song. So I'll be with you when you dream. It can't be. It can't be. Alabaster stone, all I ever wanted. This is my home. With my father, mother, brother, oh so noble, oh so strong. And now I am home. Here among my truckings and belongings, I belong. And if anybody doubts it, they couldn't be more. Of Egypt, a son of the proud history that shone, etched still on the wall. Surely this is all I ever wanted, all I ever wanted, all I ever. <laughs> My son, I have nothing I can give But this chance that you may live I've been in this room countless times But I've never really looked at the pictures on the wall before Ah, yes The Hebrews These things Sometimes one must do things Make a bitter choice that scars your soul This I never wanted Pharaohs make decisions I must keep our kingdom safe and whole Not just what I wanted My son, why would you call me that? Moses! Sunrise, see the river dancing, greens and blues, all I ever wanted. Now the lion is singing, telling of how much it hurts to lose, all I ever wanted. This is your home, my son. Here the river brought you, and it's here the river meant to be Send you a blessing You don't ask why it was said 
Egypt, a drop in the eternal stream that flows from the golden horn. Now I know it's all I ever wanted, all I ever wanted, all I'll ever. That's all I ever wanted from Prince of Egypt, the musical. I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen Prince of Egypt, the film, for years. Yeah. I think I might watch that again. Have you seen Prince of Egypt? I've, I haven't actually seen the film, but I did go and see it. The in, musical? Yeah. Oh, did you? Did you did like, like it? it? Yeah, it was really good. Mm. It was like, oh, it was like a year ago now. Yeah. But it was it was so good. And all of the, like, the dancey bits and the physical theatre bit was, it was so cool. Yeah. Oh, Apparently great. it's a very hard audition. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Quite physically intense, yeah. is it? Yeah, no thanks, I'm tapping out. <laughs> You're listening to Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company, Marlowe on River Radio. And you can listen on our website, river.radio, and our mobile app for Apple and Android. Just search for River Radio Live. You can tell Alexa, play River Radio, and live right here, right now, on DAB. Now, I've got a Halloween spooky treat for Ooh. you. I thought you were going to give it a little story. No, on Halloween night, there's a concert in the West End at the Lyric. Okay. So if you fancy a little spooktastic evening, they've got Courtney Bowman, Luke Bayer, Shanae Holmes, Sophie Isaacs, Jordan Shaw and Tosh Winogu Maud, so far, have been billed, um, with music from Sweeney Todd, Little Shop, Rocky Horror, Phantom, Carrie, Batboy and loads more, and fancy dresses encouraged. So if you're, if you're, if you're up for putting on a, a witch's hat and a purple wig and heading into the West End, into the dark, spooky night, then head mm. to the Lyric in the West End. It'd be lovely as a little hat. Halloween treat, if you're looking for something a bit different to do. Now, some of those names have actually come out to Marlowe and performed. Have um, they? Yes, for us. Oh, great. Which is fantastic. And it made me remember oh, yeah. <laughs> to mention that in a few weeks' time, in November, uh, we have a Voices show oh, yeah. where we always sing with West End stars. And uh, this time, in November 12th and 13th, we have Abby Hodgson, Hodgson who was in uh, Six. And who and we've interviewed on this show. We have. And we have Kayla Carter, who's currently um, performing in Plymouth right now at the matinee in The Colour Purple. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so that's a couple of people. And um, I'm hoping to also secure one of the ones that you just mentioned there. Oh, We've had yeah. Jordan Shaw before, which is great. And uh, But yeah, I'm not going to mention just in case. Oh, <laughs> fingers crossed. But there's so much happening locally. Can I just tell yeah, you yeah. everything that's Local roundup, on? fire. Oh, my goodness. It's fantastic. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to come back to Norden Farm in a minute, um, but they also have, I just wanted to mention that they've got loads of the National Theatre Live happening. So they've yeah, got Jack's, yeah, really good. Jack absolutely uh, flies again. We've got the Seagull, we have the Crucible, Othello, all coming up. So if you've missed things in the National Theatre, this is honestly one of the best ways to catch up in a nice, comfy environment. Norden Farm is beautiful. It's got a lovely bar, a lovely uh, foyer area to relax and, and meet up with friends. It's sort of like a classy version of when I grew up that BBC Two on a Sunday afternoon was your way to see repeats of things. Yeah. Because I've missed Jack uh, Absolute Flies again mm-hmm. and I'd love to see it with Caroline Quentin. It's apparently yeah. very funny. Mm. You get to just sit in your local cinema with whatever snack of choice you want no one's going to get cross at you for eating yeah. uh, whereas you couldn't do that in the theatre no. and watch it again it's a great idea yeah i've seen some fantastic stuff so popular anti live mm. isn't it now at the canton theatre in henley pippin is coming uh the 12th to the 15th of october and as uh 
luck hap- happens. Uh, I got a text from one of the actors just about half an hour ago. Really? Yeah. Saying, oh, Joe, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in this production at Pippin and Henley. So I'm like, oh, well, fantastic. We're just about to mention it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, this is a really, really uh, going back to the days when, you know, Jam sort of started. Uh, this guy was acting. He's, he's now a, a doctor, but he still performs. And so he's actually in this production. So well, I must talk to him about that. Yeah, do. Now, Reading Rep, as you know, uh, 10th of October to the 29th, we have Jekyll and Hyde. And it's the a new version of it. We're going to go see it, Robin, aren't we? Uh, no, you're coming as well, Roddy, aren't you? I'm hoping to, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll let you come. Oh, cheers. Am I going to ride in the boot of the car? Is that what's happening? <laughs> um, it's a one-woman show, and what's fantastic, it's been reworked, obviously, um, and it's starring Livia Award nominated Audrey Brisson, who I'm so excited to see. Um, that's the reason I've, I've bought the tickets, actually. So really excited about that. I'm going to come back to something else in a minute as my pick of the week. Ooh. Mm. Uh, the Anvil Theatre in Basingstoke. What? Yes. I've never heard of it. Anvil Arts in Basingstoke. Oh, Anvil uh, Arts rings a bell yeah, when you yeah, say yeah, it with yeah. arts. Um, Basingstoke. On Friday the 7th of October, which is just only next week, the legendary Kerry Ellis and Louise Dearman are doing a show. Wow, uh, you, nice. Robin, you do know who they are, don't you? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm really pleased. They are... Uh, two of the most uh, revered female musical theatre actors in this country. They, have they both been in Wicked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably both parts as well, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Waking New Theatre um, in uh, New Victoria Theatre in Waking until October the 8th. Jersey Boys are still on at the moment. But I thought you might like to know that Dawn French is going to be there on the 15th of October. Now, I can't actually announce what her show is called. but You uh, can. You can read it out with the asterisk. Okay. Is a TW asterisk T? Yes. There's nothing wrong with being a bit of a twit. <laughs> very fair. It's very true. I think it's a clever title. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Thank you, Ruddy. Not that. all of our minds are in the gutter, <laughs> Joe Carter. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Someone uh, was looking at the stars. <laughs> oh, dear. It's Oscar Wilde. Okay. I know, you're really annoyed this, by this fruit, fruit fly. fly. is driving me mad. <laughs> it and me are going to come to blows in a I minute. know. I wish you had a video in here because uh, it's um, it oh, really is annoying here as well. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a large one. <laughs> I'm like that dog in Up. Squirrel. <laughs> um, now, the Wickham Swan, tomorrow night, Friday night, if you want a crazy Friday night, go to the Bowie experience or Bowie, depending on how you want to say it. Um, so all this, the fabulousness of David Bowie um, is there. And there's some really great deals um, to, if you want to go and see that, if you love that music. Don't forget the Osmonds musical is there also. So colourful, vibrant, you know, fabulous story of the Osmonds, uh, let alone the music and the harmonies. That's the 11th to the 15th of October. And we interviewed Stephanie uh, Jade, who was performing in that a while back. On the, t- uh, the 1st and 2nd of November at the Wickham Swan also, the English Youth Ballet is doing the Nutcracker, which I thought would be really interesting for a lot of people around here to really, for those you know younger people who are into uh, dancing and want to be inspired by, um, you know, almost semi-professionals of their own age. That would be really fantastic. And uh, finally, the Oxford Playhouse, the Mirror Cracked, Agatha Christie, from the 10th to the 15th of October. I like the Playhouse. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. 
so there we go. And so I'm just going to save an hour pick. You're going to save the hour yeah. pick. Now, I've got something else that's coming a little bit in the future to the Kenton, which is the Hound of the Baskervilles, mm-hmm. which is doing a tour with Colin Baker playing Doctor Who. Uh, no, he played Doctor Who. He's <laughs> Doctor Who star Colin Baker is playing Sherlock. Terry Molly, uh, Malloy, I think, is um, from The Archers, is playing Doctor Watson with Dee Sadler's in it as well. It's a radio play on stage commemorating 120 years of that story. Can you believe it? That story's been out 120 years, still getting uh, made into a TV programme all the time, films left, right and centre. It's on on the 29th of October and we've got two free tickets to give away. <gasps> I haven't told you, I haven't told you this. We've got two free tickets to give away. So later on in the programme, stay tuned, we're going to give you a question and if you get that question right, you'll be in with a shout of winning tickets to Hand of the Baskervilles at the Kenton Theatre on the 29th of October. Oh, how wonderful. Mm-hmm. That is great. Right, should we pick Do our it. pick out of the picking? Nope. Okay. So, tomorrow- <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> is that banana bread nice? Is it? Look, what? Extraordinary. That jingle is about six and a half seconds long, and you thought, well, I'll polish this off, low or Otis. Robin, okay. should we talk about the uh, weather today? Up- Listen, I was up early. Very good. Working. Yeah. All right. I'm only averaging about three hours sleep at the moment every oh, single night. No. Yeah, so just, you know, a little bit of grace. Go easy, go easy. Yeah. I'm very sorry, okay. Jane. Really we are rude. all quietly sitting here looking forward to our pick of the week. Okay, thank you. Right, at Norton Farm, tomorrow evening. Okay. Tomorrow evening, we have um, Amy Triggs' performance that she, you know, I mentioned last week that she had won uh, the playwright, Female Playwright of the Year um, Award in 2020. And they are putting it on, they're producing it. In line with the Kilton Theatre and, and Payne's Plough as well. And it's tomorrow night at Norden Farm. It's called Reasons You Shouldn't Love Me. And what's really, really great is that uh, I managed to interview her yesterday about the show. Oh, great. Uh, so it, a bit later on today, we will hear um, all about it. Fabulous, fabulous person. Um, really great. Uh, so I recommend that, and I would honestly be there if I wasn't in rehearsal doing something else, but I would be there tomorrow night. So I'm going to have to go to the Kiln Theatre in London a bit later uh, to see it and take her out for a drink afterwards or something. But it's really going to be great. So Norden Farm, you just get tickets at Norden.farm for reasons you shouldn't love me. It is hilarious. It's going to be fantastic about how a girl um, with spina spina Bifida. Thank you. Bifida. Um, uh, who's a wheelchair user, uh, na- navigates her life in her early 20s and all the stuff that um, she's experienced and, and goes through in that. And it's, it's very, very funny. Brilliant. So that sounds fantastic. That's tomorrow night. So get your tomorrow tickets night. now. Tomorrow night. Yes. Name that show, part two. Name that show. Point me to the mic. What I like. <laughs> it's a good tune. Mm. I like it. I'm still not quite Robin? sure what it is. No. Uh, I love the I love the um, dancing gesticulation you were doing. Mm-hmm. The sort of in time with the beat as well. Clearly mm. a fave of yours. We mm. might be able to glean something from that. Okay, but I think it, you're going to have to learn this. Okay. I think you will enjoy performing it. Oh, what to sing it? Mm. Robin's going to sing it. Great. Yeah. Robin's here, by the way, to give us our vault later on. She's gonna, they're she going to pick our song from the vault. Yes. And just having a nice time sitting, chilling out. You're going to be in the quiz as well. You ready? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> still to come, we got that spotlight interview. But with... what is this show? Oh, what's that show? Yeah. Oh, do you want to listen to that again? Yes, please. Oh, all right. All right. Point me to the mic. I know 
know what I like. And you need to get in an email, joe, J-O, at river.radio, and tell me what it is so you can win two tickets to a West End show, um, if you know what it is. It's just a bonanza here, isn't it? Constantly giving things away. I know. But We're not the so... answers to the quiz, thanks. Aww. favourite part of the hour. Oh, is it really? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's I mine. Do, I know it's yours, yeah. and I quite like it because I don't have to do any prep for it. Uh, I just sit here and look stupid. No, you never look stupid. Welcome to my side of the table. All right, Robin, you ready? <laughs> so now, ready. you cannot work together on this. You're going to work individually. Okay. All right? Because, oh. yes. Yeah. Aww. If it was harder... You Last know. week we were allowed yeah. to collaborate. I know, but oh. this year it's harder. This year? <laughs> this <laughs> oh, it feels like a year since last year. All right, so I'm going to mention some characters in a show, mm-hmm. and you need to tell me what the show is. Okay. okay. All right? But not yet. Okay. okay. So you have some thinking time. I'm going to put a piece of paper up between me and Robin so they can't okay. see what I'm writing. Right. Yeah, well, okay. you know. Okay, question one. Which musical contains Christine, Raoul and Carlotta? <laughs> I worked with someone called Carlotta. I was like, I don't think she's in it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Christine. Roll. Do you know that one? Carlotta. Oh, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> Question one. I'm, I'm winning for the first time. Okay, which musical contains the characters Zach, Cassie, Mike, Bobby, Judy, Val, Richie, Mark and Diana? Okay, it was a short-lived success. Yeah, I'm think. not doing very well. No. Think. Think. Even the first two names, Zach so- and Cassie, should tell you something. <laughs> which it musical might tell contains- me something if I knew the musical. Oh, it would. Mike, Bobby, Judy, Val? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe. Okay. Mm, I can have Question a Question three. You should know this one. Say, oh, go on. Okay. Yeah, Sky Masterson, Sarah Brown, Nathan oh, Detroit, Miss Adelaide. That rings a bell. Sky Masterson's quite famous. Sarah Brown, Nathan Detroit, Miss Adelaide. Mm. No? There are people screaming Oh, I'm sure. smart speakers at home. Help me, Roddy, R-O-D-D-Y at River.Radio. <laughs> Don't help, Robin. <laughs> okay. Um, we are at number four. Just to warn you, last week Emma got texts. Emma was getting help. Oh, yeah. Channeling. Yeah, that so was you... me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, Emma, come on, Emma, return the favour. You help Robin out. Everyone else help me out. Absolutely. Okay, so question four. Which musical contains The Prince, Belle, Gaston, oh, right. Mrs. Park, Cogsworth, yeah. Lemieux. Oh, right. It's easy <laughs> right. when you know, isn't One it? One out of five. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, question five, which musical contains the characters Max Bialystok, Leopold, Leo Bloom, uh, Roger Debris, and Ulla, Inga, Hansen, Benson, Janssen, Dallin, Hellens, Vanden, Svonson, Boom, Keddy, Huffman. That's the way you say them, isn't it? Just give me the first few again. Max Bialystok, Leo Bloom. Oh, yes. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. And Ulla, uh, Inga, Hansen, Benson, Jensen, Dunlin, Allen, Svansen, Swanson, Bloom, Kadi, Huffman. Oh, it's lovely. Is that all one name, is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Have you thought about a career of BBC News? <laughs> Just live, yeah, really. Listen, out. I direct, OK? okay. <laughs> you, sit, you sit behind the desk one way or another. Right, let's listen to some music, which gives us one and a half minutes, Robin, to try and get the answers. Is somebody helping you? No. Outrageous. <laughs> Roddy at River.Radio. Help, help, help. Oh, wow, it's really late. And gee, I got a date. And lots of places to be, but it's so great to see you. Look at you. Who would ever guess? Look at you! Such a big success! And it's all thanks to me! Amazing heart! 
done something right? The egg is all yours! No, don't thank me. I'll cry! Good luck when it hatches. Good luck. And goodbye. Oh, <laughs> that was the end of that. Oh, isn't it cute? Now, very Robin sweet. knew what show that came Go from. On, what, what was it? Seussical. Oh, very good. Surely it we was. get an extra point for that, huh? No. Oh, oh. what? Oh. <laughs> you can have one. No, I was trying to give us some. Oh no, that's not the applause. No, all the buttons have changed. I'll just play our jingle, shall I? I love that um, horn. Mm, you I know. The you, the, the winces I got and funny looks oh. when that was new. And now, see? Spend love, it in. Love. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. miss it when it's not there. Okay, so I asked you five questions. All right, let's see how you did. It was based on the characters of a show, and I told you the names of some of the characters. You had to tell me what show it was. Question yep. one, which musical contains the characters Christine, Raul, and Carlotta? On, I Robin. have the answer, but I didn't know it before. Okay. That's all right. That's legit. So, Really? Yeah, yeah, you can Wait, take it. but I don't know if it's the right answer to the right question. <laughs> oh, my word. You see, what you're saying is you have an answer. Christine yes. and Raoul should tell you everything. Go on, what, what, do you, what do you think it is? I don't know. What were you going to go with? No. I think it's Phantom. <laughs> it is Phantom of the okay. Opera. What were yeah. you going to say? That was in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I didn't know it, but I didn't... I knew, you don't yeah. get it, Robert. Okay, it, that's fine. In your head's no good, love. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which musical contains the characters Zach, Cassie... Mike, Bobby, Judy, Val, Richie, Mark, and Diana. I love that you hit some of them slightly yes, harder than others. Because they have very like, oh, of famous course. songs. Bobby's the one that I think is going to help me here. Is it company? No. Oh, you can see where I was going with that. <laughs> no idea. Chorus line. No idea. Never heard of so it. So Zach I'm is, have. is the director it. sitting there, played by Michael Douglas. Yeah? Not seen it. Yeah. Oh, darling. Come on. Um, and I've seen Basic Instinct with, okay. with Michael Douglas. Yeah. Did you know that? No. no. Okay. okay. We we got some work to do. <laughs> right. Which uh, oh, musical contains Sky Masterson, Sarah Brown, Nathan Detroit, Miss Adelaide? Robin, you're up first. Oh uh, no, thank you. Sky Masterson. Is it Guys and Dolls? It is. Yes. Well done. <sighs> that was victory clutch from the jaws of defeat. Okay. Next one. Prince, Belle, Gaston, Mrs. Potts, on, Cogsworth. Rob. We know this. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And finally, I think this is finally yes. Um, Max Bialystok, I love this show. Uh, Leo Bloom, Roger Debris, and Ulla Inga Hansen, Benson, Janssen, Danlin, Hanlins, Fanson, Fonson, Bloom, Cody Huffman. Do you know? I don't think so. Is Leo potentially, is it. Ah, uh, it's just gone out of my head. Um, I was thinking, uh-huh. is it the one with Hard to Speak My Heart on it? Or is that a different Leo? I don't know. Um, it has a song called Springtime for Hitler. Oh, no, then producers. It is the producers. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, I'll take that. Do you remember the tall uh, Swedish girl in it? You I've know, not, the, the, I've not seen love it. Interest? Oh. I was thinking Parade from Leo. Oh. Leo was making me yeah, think Parade. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but so, then I was surprised that there was a comedically long name in that show. Yes, exactly. It's not really the vibe. It is such a great show. I think we both got five out of five and we're going to say no more no, about it. No, yeah. no, no, no. Seriously? <laughs> no, sorry, we've got to move on. We're into the vault now. That's rude. <laughs> okay, squeeze in, Robin. Oh, Robin, we've discovered there's just about enough space for three of us and pull that door. Oh, right. I will do the... You're going to do the roll decks? the decks? <laughs> Joe's just... Uh, <laughs> enjoying some of Robin's banana bread because it turns out you're allergic. So good job. We haven't killed you and you're here to tell us... Oh, it stopped on C? 
Ooh, this one is Cages, which was mentioned last week, Roddy. <laughs> yes. Back to school. Yeah. I love it. Go. It is currently at Riverside Studios. Mm-hmm. And it's a dystopian gothic love story where the government has banned all emotion and it's punishable by death. Mm. Um, And our main character is called Wolf and he was mistreated as a child and so found solace in making music from Gears in a clock tower. Um, He sees this girl called Madeline and falls deeply in love with her um, and creates a song that she follows to the clock tower um, and the whole musical, there are no spoken like lines in it, and so when a character is talking, a like placard will come up. But there is a pre-recorded narrator. The technology in it is so cool. It's like. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, so oh, there really? are, like, projections. Ooh. So I think two of the characters aren't actually there. Oh, cool. And, like... I we I went to see it on Saturday and Did my mum yeah and my mum was like no Madeline's there and I'm like no she's not like it's so convincing because well, the synchronicity is so good yeah. it looked like it was live off stage yeah wow. there's like one scene like behind a door and they're like the opposite sides of the door and it's it's so convincing so cool let, let me ask you did you see it based on our talking about it last week or had you already booked tickets i had already booked tickets yeah. but then i knew that i wanted to talk about oh, it great good. robin's very you're very good at going to see stuff yeah, yeah. Very impressive. i am very prepared <laughs> um, and there are lights all around the auditorium that like really immerse the audience um and they're also used very cleverly to flash when like the scenes change so if the actors need to get off stage really really quickly they'll just like blind you for a second um and the style the music style varies kind of throughout um but cj barron who co-wrote the show with benjamin j roman said he wanted to create a musical for people who didn't like musicals Musicals. yeah Um, so yeah that's the kind of general consensus of the um the musical so yeah and what we're going to listen to uh it's called colors of love ah nice and this is the original cast recording is that the is the original cast the one at the riverside studios i'm pretty i'm don't i'm not sure not sure yeah it sounds quite but it's very uh modern it's very different yeah i mean this this sounds amazing and visually it reminds me of an alexander mcqueen fashion show great have an enjoyment can't breathe, but it's magic and savage. Wonderful to maddening. Unconscious in a casket. I'm damaged. Always thought and never felt. Kept my thoughts into myself. Cause I. Sketch, but I was blind until I saw the light, the color of love. Before today, my life was gray, a skeleton, a dead bouquet. My charcoal heart has changed the color of love.
going to see st- cages at Riverside Studios and you are short like me make sure you get seats in row G or above because the se- the, the seats aren't tiered until that point oh hot tip yeah and where were you seated D <laughs> <laughs> oh well you're listening to River Radio online at river.radio on Apple Android and Alexa you can listen again on our website we're a podcast on Apple and Spotify and we're broadcasting live on DAB now that question that I yes. promised you in order to win tickets to Hound of the Baskervilles at the Kenton on the 29th of October in Henley what is Sherlock Holmes's housekeeper called so played so brilliantly by the late great Una Stubbs in the okay. BBC's most recent adaptation Do with we have some options? yeah A Mrs Danvers B Mrs Hudson or C Mrs Dalloway so email in to joe at river.radio if you know who it is who plays Sherlock Holmes's housekeeper is it A Mrs Danvers B Mrs Hudson, see Mrs. Dalloway. Email Joe J O at River Radio if you know who that is. And those listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, when yeah. do you, when's the deadline for this? Uh, well, the show is on the 29th of October. So, so should we by sh- next week? Uh, no, no, no. Well, it's a mu- we've got a month to do it, so I reckon okay. we'll plug it a few times. Let's right. let's say that the uh, let's cut it off on the 20th. So you've got three more weeks. 20th okay. of October, so we'll draw that. Okay, so is just anybody in the draw of the correct answers, or is that the first person with the correct no, answer? No, 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 we'll take, we'll take a draw of the correct answers. Excellent. So A, Mrs Danvers, B, Mrs Hudson, C, Mrs Dalloway, for two tickets to see Colin Baker, Terry Malloy and Dee Sandler. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, speaking of winning tickets... da 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 ba da ba ba name that show. This is Name That Show Part Third time. Oh, <laughs> Robin's face 
is going on. Yeah, lights have lit up. I mean, I, I say that enthusiastically and vicariously that you know what it is. I still have no and do idea. You? I, I think so. I recognise the voice and then the style. Okay. Oh, very good. good. So You're think, saying all the right yeah. things. But you, you could see that you'd be good at this number. Yeah. Yeah. Be very good at this number. Right, so if you know what that is. Oh, please email joe, jo at river.radio, and uh, you are still in a chance of winning uh, two tickets for a West End show in November. Uh, so please, joe at river.radio, if you know what that is. Let the drinks pour, let the crowds roar. So and, we'll reveal what that is later. And we need the name of the show, not the name of the song, although they are very similar. Oh, that's the second week yeah. you've done that. Right, so now to our spotlight interviews. Well, we have the gorgeous Amy Trigg here on River Radio, and this is the stage door programme, Amy, that we sort of talk about what's happening in the country, especially in the Thames Valley area, because River Radio sort of covers all of that. And your new show is coming to quite a few places around here. Yeah, we're on tour at the moment, so we're popping up all over the place, which is fun. I know, and your show is called Reasons You Shouldn't Love Me. Where was the inspiration for that? Well, the title just came quite naturally, to be honest, but the the play started as a series of essays based around different themes. I've just written an essay for a book called Feminists Don't Wear Pink about improvisation and female role models and sexuality and all that. So it kind of bounced off of that and then because I'm very stagey the essays just naturally turned into monologues and kind of stand-up stuff so yeah it just happened very slowly and naturally really and then reasons you shouldn't love me I feel like the title is really fun to see how people pronounce it (laughs) okay so obviously I did it in a particular way (laughs) that's the way I pronounce it correct 10 out of 10 oh (laughs) awesome let's go back a little bit and see how you got into all of this now you studied at Mount View yeah and uh, was that just a straight acting course or no, I did a three-year musical theatre at Mount View. Graduated in 2013, so 10 years next year. And um, when I left, I kind of knew that I really maybe wanted to concentrate more on plays and things like that. I found that I loved Shakespeare and kind of second year and whatnot. But when I left, I've been really lucky. I've done kind of a bit of everything. Like I've done some dance work and musical theatre, plays and whatnot. So I enjoy it. I like an eclectic mix. Yeah, absolutely. Because you worked for the RSC, you've been in movies like Mamma Mia 2, Netflix, BBC, loads of things. Probably not a genre you've not been in. Or is there one and you're waiting to get there? I'm trying to think, actually. I mean, I'd really like to do a sci-fi or like a fantasy thing because I love that kind of stuff. And yeah. I don't think I've done one. So that would be really fun, maybe at some point today. Hopefully somebody's listening in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it happen, people. <laughs> so what people probably won't know is that you do all these amazing things whilst being in a wheelchair. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was born with spina bifida, so I'm a full-time wheelchair user. And yeah, just work out how to get in the door, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm so lucky, really, with the time we're in, because when I left drama school, things were a bit of a nightmare for yeah. access and in this industry. And I think it's really positive because we've come so far in the last few years. Absolutely. I can really see a difference and it's it's, it's exciting because, you know, what's it going to be like in another nine years? I agree with you. We met some time ago and, and it was very different even then to what it is now. Yeah. So I was really excited when I saw that, what you were doing. So I had to get you on the show. Now, you've won a very amazing award. You won the Woman's Prize for Playwriting. So, you know, you're not just a performer, you're a playwright. Obviously, you've been, you know, writing your own comedy shows anyway. And that was in 2020. Is that correct? 
That's totally right. Yeah. I wrote the play in kind of 2019 or pulled it together in 2019 and then I sent it off to anyone and everyone who would read it, like all the schemes, all the competitions. I was really lucky with the Women's Prize for Playwriting because it kind of got to the, you know, the long list and short list finalists and I was joint winner. And part of the prize was kind of them to option the play. And they were really passionate about getting these plays actually produced because I mean you hear about a lot of schemes and competitions where the these amazing plays win the prizes but actually then they don't get produced and (laughs) women's prize for playwriting made a commitment to being like no we we want to get these plays on the stage which is amazing so I so this is actually my first play reasons you shouldn't love me uh that I wrote it was getting five star reviews Wow. I, know, I don't know how it happened but I'm yeah so talented the... Amy Come on. <laughs> thank you well yeah I I've always wanted to write but I just and I'd always kind of what it scratch that itch yeah with improv and stand-up yeah. and things like that little bits like that and then little bits like that and then yeah just decided to write a play and see what would happen and it's kind of been life-changing because I wrote that and it's been fruitful and now I'm yeah working as a writer on all, wow. all sorts of things like I'm working on a new play at the moment and under commission with the Kiln Theatre which is where Reasons Shouldn't Love Me debuted last year yes and, and that's where you then- end up with this tour as well isn't it yeah, we're, we're going home. Yeah, yeah which should be really nice. Yeah, at the end of the tour, we've spent three weeks in London, which would yeah. be lovely. I will come to the London one, definitely. So at the end of this interview, I'm going to go through and just give all the dates for anything local, the rest of your tour, pretty much. <laughs> I know that you're up north for a little bit as well. I haven't looked at all the reviews, but the first one I saw was from the theatre.com that you got five stars, which is incredible. And it says that genius from start to finish. I mean, that's pretty good, isn't it? Well, I mean, they said it. <laughs> <laughs> that 20 quid really went far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm thrilled. Can you give us a little tiny sort of just a snippet about what it's about? Yeah. So Reasons You Shouldn't Love Me is a one woman play. And it's about a character called Juno, who was born with spina bifida, like me, a wheelchair user. And we follow her as she kind of navigates her early adulthood her 20s amidst street healers and you know all all these complications and funny things that happen but it's basically about her dealing with a kind of childhood trauma and wrestling with how being a disabled child affects early adulthood sure in a nutshell and it's funny hopefully and all the things yes we'll remind everybody that it's funny because you know (laughs) like raucous laughter or something was another comment that I saw yeah is that and I think that's like it's something we play with in the show you know a lot of these stories that maybe center around disability and whatnot sometimes they're completely tragedy and very serious all the way through and quite you know of a certain genre but we wanted to challenge that and still have those bits in you know the sad bits and the tragedy and whatnot but make sure it was joyful and funny and universal to make sure everyone you know liked this character and it's fascinating to see how different audiences react okay Uh, because it's this kind of like oh am I allowed to laugh at this should I be laughing at this I can imagine um, yeah you you can always tell when there's a fellow wheelchair user or someone because they definitely laugh at certain bits that other people like oh gosh should we laugh (laughs) that's really interesting isn't it you know with not wanting to offend and upset so that's really funny okay I'll look out for that when I come and see it that's really cool and what's next for you well, I'm a writer at the moment on a show called Ralph and Katie, which is a spin-off 
to the A Word, the BBC One okay, show. Oh, amazing. And yeah, well, it starts going out on BBC One next week on the 5th of October. So I wrote episode two of that. So that'll be out next week. And then everything else is either I'm not allowed to talk about it or it's like in development. So it was probably Absolutely. a bit dull to talk about at this stage. <laughs> I'll come back when it's, you know, more fully formed. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But, but how incredible to get your own stuff out there. I mean, that's a dream, isn't it? Absolute dream. Yeah, I love it. I really like having some power over kind of the stories to tell and, yeah. you know, how we tell them. And I've just been really lucky to find myself within a really lovely group of creative people that allow me to do that and yeah. also make it better. Because I also think, what is that? You know, no man is an island. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been lovely. Oh, that's okay. We're looking forward to seeing episode two then of that one as well. All the very best for the rest of the run of reasons you shouldn't love me. Can't wait to see it. I will give the dates in just a second, but I will come to see the London run at the Golden Theatre and um, take you out for a drink. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it'd be lovely to see you. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Amy Trigg. Thank you very much. Woo-woo. And that's right. And you can see her tomorrow night at Norden Farm. Uh, So please go and book your tickets for that at Southfield Park um, on the 5th of October in Bracknell. You can also see her there. And then she's got a run from the 5th to the 29th of November at the Kiln Theatre in London, which is in Kilburn. How exciting. Yeah. And next week we've got Benedict Salter from Othello at the Watermill in the Spotlight interview Fabulous. chair. So lots of exciting We're things coming up on stage. getting there, talk. but let's find out what the name of that show was. Da, 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 ba, da, ba, ba. Name that show. Okay, Robin, you think you know what it is? What show did that song come from? Wild Party. Oh, it very is. good. Absolutely smashed it. That is the wild party. The song is called Life of the Party. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, but it is really cool. It is very cool. Well, we'll play you out with a full track of Life of the Party from Wild Party. But for this week, that's it from Stage Door, sponsored by Jam Theatre Company Marlowe. Join us both next week, Thursday at one o'clock on River Radio for more from from the the Stage Door. Thank you, Robin. Cheers. Thank you. Don't you wanna be the life of the party?